0: Man, I am exhausted. You're not the only one. That was uh, that was a heck of an event there, John. Oh um, man! Finally back from wheels in the woods. Only a couple hours ago, we finally wrapped everything up. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. I it torqued my ankle this morning, loading the jeep up on the way here. So walking all day on that was killing my foot. Yeah, you were uh, you were limping around a little oh, bit, it's, weren't you? It's horrible. It's throbbing as we speak. Right, like my foot.
0: Well. um we're back here in the Thin Line Off Road Studio, uh, and we actually have a special guest today. We have Mr. Ed Henry, who is a longtime
1: listener to the podcast, and our newest lifetime member as of today.
2: Yeah, newest lifetime member yep, to the museum. Tomorrow. So, how yep. are you doing today, Ed? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, just enjoying this beautiful day here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well. We'd like to talk to you a little bit about what we did today and your first hand experience of the first wheels in the woods you came to, as well as your own vehicle. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Does that sound good to you? That sounds wonderful.
2: It's time to hit the trail lock in those hubs and throw it into low range. because you are listening to Wheelin with Keith and Johnny Orange, broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-road studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange.
1: Welcome to Wheelin with Keith and Johnny Orange. Today we've got our special guest Ed in the, in the studio with us. And we're talking about the Wheels in the Woods event that uh, is finally wrapped for the day and for the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's our second annual one. Uh, so, Ed, you brought out something that we didn't have last year. We were really hoping hoping last year to have a sand rail of some sort. Is that?
2: Would you call yours a sand rail? Oh, most definitely a sand rail. Um, technically, it's a tube-framed buggy, but it's a sand rail. Um, that's... My baby, right there. So. I,
1: I can attest that thing rips in the sand, man. Oh man! Well, that,
0: that thing's super <laughs> cool. It's a four seater, and uh, so tell us a little bit about it. Like, what's it? What's it powered by? Um, you know, what's your drivetrain options, things like that.
2: Um, I started as a tube frame, and I basically copied a Acme buggy style, and then I put my own little twist on it, and then got some other people to give me a hand as far as drawing up different plans and cutting into it a little bit and helping me design better stuff for it to make it more user-friendly for me and easier to fix for me because it turns out the first edition of that uh kept him breaking stuff (laughs) because i am definitely not an engineer and i screwed a few things up
1: it's very hard on things he's gone through a few (laughs) engines on that vehicle
0: well, what kind so, of engine you're running now? I saw the turbo on the back of it. Uh, what, do you, what do you got going on there?
2: I got a uh, 2.4 liter Ecotech and that was originally a stock, just a stock Ecotech motor out of a 2006 SS cobalt SS. Okay. And um, it was supposed to hold up pretty good. Well, I'm a little hard on things and I cracked cylinder number four twice. And then I was like, well, it's time to upgrade like any good off-roader would do. It was time to throw some money into an engine and start upgrading stuff. So I know you've beefed up the transmission in that too. I know you've gone through a couple variations of that. Um. Oh, yes. Um, I definitely broke a few parts on my transmission because when I was up at Silver Lake Sand Dunes, just because you're going up and down hills, sometimes your transmission does not get lubricating abilities to like the front bearings and stuff, and they dry out very quickly, and it's hard on them, and sand is not nice on parts, so therefore, I end up breaking gears and um, just a ton of different stuff. Um, throw bearings were... Every other time I was pulling the motor, I was replacing a throw-out bearing. Um, there was... A lot of parts, but the Mendiola transmission that I put into it, I had three different VW transmissions. And every time I upgraded and tried to build bigger and better and faster, and you know, it put a lot more pressure on my transmission. So, therefore, my last trans that I have now, I went with a Mendiola and a Super Diff on that
0: that thing looks pretty cool i i saw that and yeah i mean you figure a stock vw even a nine rib bus transmission is not going they're not really meant to hold three four hundred horsepower of a turbocharged engine or anything like that those were originally behind the little pancake four you know those, what <laughs> 60 horsepower engines so yeah with that kind of horsepower you're running now you needed something that was a little upgraded and of course like you said you get a heavy foot on that thing and you know start
2: pushing i was impressed that was the first sandra i've ever seen with power steering (laughs) um the power steering actually came from a gentleman at
0: can't think of it uh, right yeah.
2: now it's <laughs> right. all right, That's yeah, all
1: right. it's been you a know. long day for sure but yeah. it's
0: not it looked almost like a um a full hydro steering but it's not so you have like a hydro box on the steering shaft um and was there a separate shaft that comes out of that then up to the front is that what it does
2: yeah i have a shaft that goes down to the steering box and it comes off of a pump and then there is hydraulic lines that run back to the motor and there's another pump back there that provides hydraulic fluid and then it goes into a steering setup on that and then it has a slide shaft that goes into the front box allowing me to move back and forth
0: yeah yeah no that was that was really cool and then you're running like uh what 35 inch tires on that thing or 33s uh
2: those are i believe 33s and um with bead lockers because i've learned the hard way not having bead lockers as one of my good friends would say spinning isn't winning (laughs) yeah there you go uh, when you're at silver lake or out on the trails I had to drop a few pounds of pressure because my sand is so light that if I didn't, I'd get stuck super easy. So by dropping pressure, gave me a bigger footprint, the only downside is the tires would spin on the rim. Gotcha. And uh, that is a big issue with my paddle tires because I do not have B-lockers on my paddle tires yet.
1: Gotcha. That will hey, be the next upgrade. Don't want to burn those out. Those things aren't cheap.
0: No, no. Um, so at Wheels in the Woods, you won... Um, best sand machine. I know that. Uh, didn't you win another award as well?
2: I won the adult rc car racing oh okay (laughs) yes i forgot about that
0: so yeah we had the rc okay let's get your honest opinion on this ed because that was the first time that we have ever done this uh we had some crushed concrete there we didn't put it there it's been there for years it was it was an area that used to be a real low-lying area and they put a base in there because the idea was eventually a parking lot for a different event area in there that hasn't Come to fruition yet, but um so the crushed concrete's still there. How, how did that work with your uh, your RC car? Your RC car has <laughs> seemed to have a lot of power to it. it Seems to be a theme of yours. That thing was <laughs> pretty insane.
2: Um, my RC car was a little torquey for that path. I actually would have been better off on the Power Wheels track. <laughs> yeah, and it was a little bit bigger. It was a little tight for my. RC car because it is just too powerful. I kept on getting hung up on different things that I probably sh- would have wished to go slower on.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, mine are not really meant for slow gearing or anything. They're meant for doing 60 miles an hour in a parking lot or going through grass with four-wheel drive. Um, They're big toys, you know? <laughs> yeah, they really are. They're, they're a little too much for that. And like I said, they were just too snappy, and I kept on getting hung up. Or overshooting the obstacle. I saw that a few times. Was it fun though? Oh, I had a blast. Um, the only thing that was really irritating me was when I kept on getting hung up on something small, and then it'd get traction and then jerk off the track and <laughs> take off, and it'd be four feet from where it should have been. And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> Did you see the
0: uh, the hang up the kid that uh, won um, the uh, the RC? you know the the youth class did you see when he got stuck on it was like the littlest tiny twig it was like not much bigger than a toothpick but it got jammed through the wheel on his rc car and it just locked it right up and it would not move did you
2: see that i did see that um matter of fact i think i hit the same twig and it threw me off the track (laughs) (laughs) what a stupid twig man (laughs) I mean, you know if someone actually you know designed an actual rc track you know with a bulldozer or something cool and made it real big. a real bulldozer but <laughs> wouldn't it have to be a remote control
1: bulldozer to qualify for that though yeah you know <laughs> i mean
2: that would still be sweet but <laughs> yeah i
0: think that that track would be better for like those tracks as low speed rock crawlers Those things are cool yeah, yeah. it was because i think the highest elevation that we had was three or four inches um i know the the kid that won the Uh, Youth class. His he had like one of those Amazon rock crawlers. It was four wheel drive, but it only had like maybe I don't know
1: inch and a half tall tires on it. They weren't very big. It had some impressive suspension travel for such a small
2: car. That it did. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. See, he had his suspension on that thing was better, actually, better than mine. The only thing I beat him on is I had a little bit more ground clearance than he did, and I had obviously a little bit more torque and a little bit more power, but. He actually, I think, did better than me because of... Oh, he beat you by points. One well, point, point. One point. point. One yeah. point. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him that. But, I mean, but,
0: but Ed, Ed completed the course in half the time, and there had to be something true, with the power true. there, too. Yeah.
2: So. Well, okay. Jumping over stuff, just because you have speed and power, I mean, <laughs> I, it just... And plus, I ran over stuff and jumped through things. It's more I mean,
1: of a technical. The the speed, the power doesn't always help. If you if you get, like you said, it goes off the track and suddenly you're four feet outside of where you meant to be.
0: Well, Ed was basically the a mini King of Hammers event there, yeah, where it was all yeah. about high horsepower and like hitting those rocks <laughs> yeah. as fast as you can go is what it was.
2: Well, you yeah. know, sometimes it, that's all you have. All I had was I have no turning ability on that thing, and all I have was speed and you know yeah. power. You know, it's kind of like the sandrail. I have a lot of speed and very little turning ability in it. it takes me a football field to turn.
3: Yeah.
2: But at least I know I have the speed and everything else, and a cut and break to help me but, out.
1: But you know how to drift in that thing pretty well too. I've, I've seen you make some sharp turns on the sand. It's pretty cool.
2: Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to actually go up on the side of a hill and then lock up the rear tire and like take the whole front end and like rip it sideways so you get the quick nose dive going Ooh. down and then fast acceleration or you get up to the very top and then you're still accelerating and you pull the handbrake and the back end just slides right around and oh we're back talking about the so, sand
0: rail here yeah 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 little, a okay. little more just, than the rc car yeah no 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 that's okay that's that's okay so uh, yeah but it's a theme with that so that, that's yeah, cool yeah that is so, really cool
2: yeah just add a little power to it that's how i always feel the yeah power, the better
0: well ed helped out too today with uh we had the um power wheels uh technical course we called it power wheels rock crawling although there wasn't really rocks we did make out of plywood kind of that fake you know rock area yeah back and forth um you know what was as a spectator and even just kind of helping out you were helping direct some of the kids where to go what was your thought that was the first time we did that as well how'd you like that power wheels thing
2: i really enjoyed the power wheel thing um i had a great time watching the kids drive around oh that that was seriously cool and that the the kid that had the the power rim with the turbo sound effect yeah that was just cool man (laughs) it sounded better than my truck
0: so the the kid that um really i think he completed the course the fastest by a significant amount of time i don't remember Mm -hmm. what the times were
1: i don't had a, off the top of my head
0: yeah he had a uh, uh power wheels that look like a dodge dually yeah. and it made cummins turbo sounds when he when he, he hit he them. did amazingly well with that
1: right off the rip that was cool he was pivoting they all did very well they did yeah that was impressive i've i was very impressed with the power wheels machines themselves i mean there's way different from what i remember when i was a kid but they they were cool, and they were ripping
0: those around the corner oh, of the trees, yeah. and they just you know it was a, it was a great way for them to almost teach technical driving for like Absolutely. trail ride driving. Absolutely. So um, this might actually be a really good point for I, I know you interviewed John, a couple of yeah, the power we, we talked to a couple, couple of the
1: kids and uh, one of the parents that were involved with that. So why don't we take a quick moment here and hear what they have to say?
0: Yeah, let's hear what they have to say, and then maybe there'll be a quick break, and we'll
1: talk to after the break. Sounds good. See you then. Well, hi there, folks. This is Johnny Orange talking to you from Wheels in the Woods 2019. Uh, we're going to talk with one of the racers from our Power Wheels race today. So, what's your name, buddy? Boy uh, William Martin. Yeah, there's almost... Okay. And uh, how did you like the race today? Good. Good. How do you think you did? Good. Cool. Cool. So, uh, what would you like to see next time for it? Uh, I am to come here next day to do a little gooder. The next day I'll get bigger and gooder as this so how old are you uh four four and we're, are we gonna see you again here next year for it yeah so how fast did you think he went with it uh I went this fast this fast do you, you have a guess as far as a number or anything yeah, I was trying to speed up <laughs> so did you hit any trees or hit any of the uh, the caution tape while you were going around there yep it just and I backed up, but I didn't do it. Trying, trying for it. Now I dug my head. and I ran around the course. That works. That works. Uh, I don't know, Keith. If you have any questions for this young man here. Oh, let me think. What can I think of? So,
0: what what color is your uh, your Jeep there?
2: Uh, green.
0: Ah, green. Green. And is it really really fast?
2: Yeah, like this fast. Zoom. <laughs>
0: Do you ever take your friends or anybody else in it?
1: Uh, no, because all my friends are big and glued up now, they can have in my Jeep.
0: <laughs> okay, that sounds pretty cool. Do you ever take your sister in the Jeep?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I have to go full her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well thank you for coming out. Thank you. What's your name? Adley. And how old are you? Eight. Did you have fun with the uh, Power Wheels course? Yes. How fast do you think you went through? Do you remember? No. No? Did you hit anything while you were in there?
2: I think so.
0: (laughs) Would you do it again? Yes. Uh, What was your favorite part about doing this? I don't
2: know. You
0: don't know? Do you like the old trucks here? Yeah. Yeah? You're pretty shy, huh?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> do you ever uh, take your little brother for a ride in the, uh, or your other uh, brothers and sisters for a ride in the Power Wheels? Yes. Are they scared of you driving? No. No? You hit that pretty hard a couple times. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, thank you for talking to us,
1: Allie.
3: Thank you.
1: So this is Johnny Orange also talking to you from Wheels in the Woods 2019. We're speaking with Dan, the father of Adelie. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, you are. So what did you think? We know you had uh, two kids out here running the race today. Uh, So what did you think of the course? It's the first time doing it for us this year at this event. Uh, Definitely hope to continue it in the future. You know, what'd you think? I thought it was a good little course. Nice little obstacles for them. Nice tight corners to teach them how to back up and everything. Definitely had some uh, technical skills challenge like you would out there on an actual course, eh? Yeah, yep. Gotta teach them how to back and turn the wheel the opposite way. Right, Adelie? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where's your scout, Mr. Dan? Unfortunately, it's still on the hoist. Oh, we had some people asking if it was gonna get here, so, you know, we gotta do a scout episode soon too. We had a gentleman request that we do a uh, international episode for wheeling. That would be awesome. Yeah, I I could have rushed it and had it here, but I would have had to tear everything back apart and redo it properly so i don't okay. wanna to have to do that again and for our listeners uh mr dan here is the the guy we've talked about before that has the scout 2 the orange scout 2 that we've gone wheeling with before so i haven't seen it on the trails in a couple years need to see it back out there again it, it, sorry
1: uh i had to build a house <laughs> wife made me
4: <laughs> all right
1: anything else you got john i think that's about all just thank you guys for coming out glad you had a good time and we hope to see you next year oh yeah thank you guys that was fun thank you
0: and we're back um so john and of course ed because we got ed sitting here mm-hmm. as well today uh this was the second year we did the show last year uh, our turnout was a little bit higher not by much but we had some terrible weather today we had a lot of rain oh, yeah. um sprinkles throughout and it the day. wasn't
1: bad rain it was just the sprinkles yeah and i mean it, it was the threat the, the threat of rain the threat of bad weather was there exactly but for the most part it passed over thankfully
0: yeah um there was definitely a lot of thunderstorm watching and things yeah. like that so oh, yeah i think that's what kept a lot of the crowds out today yeah i know a I number s-
1: of people who said they were coming out weren't able to make it for whatever reason but I, I think the weather had a lot to do with that unfortunately
0: i still had a great time oh absolutely um, we had uh, a number of different vehicles we've already you know mentioned that we had Ed Sandrail there and then we had um, a couple of vintage willies we had
1: uh, vintage power wagon Pegasus was out there oh yeah Pegasus but a uh, very nicely built LJ so the, the long wheelbase wrangler yeah from 04 uh, to 06 yeah. so that that was a very cool truck
0: we had a handful of bikes and quads yep um so what else do we, ed do we have anything else out there that i'm missing right now uh that was that we need to mention um we had the little chevy tracker we had uh, uh the power wagon power
2: yeah that i mentioned that was power a cool w- truck yeah. oh my bad yeah. yeah yeah no that's all right the power wagon or that Willys was my favorite i was uh, just
0: gonna ask you that like what was,
2: was your favorite
1: oh <sighs> That that's a tough one for for me personally. I like the Willie's truck. I really like that truck. I, I know a lot of the work that he did with that with the restoration on it. I know it was there last year as well. Mm-hmm. It won the uh, the best in show. Best in show last year, yeah. And I just knowing a lot of the history of them. I for me personally, I think it was between that and the Power Wagon for sure.
0: Ed, what are you thinking?
2: I'm thinking the Power Wagon for sure. You like it Grumbly? Just- I liked Grumbly. Um, I liked the side crane on it. That bumper was awesome. And that front bumper was solid steel and just... Straight up I-beam. I love it. All i I seen was solid built all over it. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's been building that. So um, what we're describing right now, folks, is... Uh, there's a gentleman named Michael Manzak. He uh, owns the number twelve Power Wagon that we currently have in the museum. But his kind of quasi daily driver is another Power Wagon. I didn't catch the year on it. was it like like 53 something
1: like that. I honestly don't remember. I,
0: I, I think it's in there. I could be wrong. On the I know year.
1: we'll hear a word from him in a moment or two here, and I know he he talked about it. There. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's got he's got this old Power Wagon that he's been modifying over the years. It's got like a. a five nine dodge magnum engine in it um i think power steering hydro boost, Hydra yeah, boost. So power steering. yeah he's got a number of things to make it drivable and he drives it quite a bit uh he won um best uh first responding vehicle yeah. even though it wasn't a first yeah. responding vehicle but does kind of look but, like a fire department brush and truck. as
1: he pointed out he's got a winch on it and he's got the the david arm on the rear there the little crane thing yeah. so i mean it would definitely get some people out of some stuff for sure
0: it would uh definitely some cool trucks out there um we ended up interviewing a
1: bunch of the people that
0: had their vehicles out there i don't know if we had everybody but darn near
1: just just about i know there was one gentleman who didn't really want to go over too much okay So
0: why don't we let uh, producer Andrew, this would be a good point for him to be able to go in and kind of cut in some of those interviews, at least some of the ones that that we get the best audio quality on.
1: Yeah, we were just kind of shooting in the field, so some of it may not have quite come out so great, but we're going to do the best we can to include all the interviews that we did get. I know we talked to a group from Canada as well that came out check the show out and they're actually going to be coming out bringing some trucks next year too hopefully the show. yeah so let's let him
0: uh cut some of those in here and then we'll come back after that break sounds good
1: well hi there folks this is johnny orange and keith coming to you from wheels in the woods 2019 today
0: Yeah, that's right, John. We got a couple of rigs
1: out here. I think the weather shot most of them out of the way. Little bit, I think so, but we have a few people here with some cool cars and trucks and Jeeps and whatnot. And we do have a couple here who brought a uh, nice built up, what is that, a YJ? CJ7. CJ7. Okay. So uh, how about you guys, you know, just tell us what your names are and a little bit about your rig.
4: Hi, my name is Heidi.
2: My name's Gary. I got a 84 CJ7. I got a 360 in it. I got an automatic for the wife can drive it but she hasn't drove it yet <laughs> and uh, we enjoy it
1: so are you guys part of uh, a big off-road club or what you know what brought you
2: guys out here today well we belong to blue water uh and we belong to a little, a little club called dusty trails and uh we try to make it up to grayling a few times a year and we have a pretty good time up there so
4: reason for coming out today is because we want to support we want fellowship and we want to talk about things we love to do which is four-wheeling so it's a nice little event yes it's it's small today due to the weather I agree but it's still nice to come out and have fellowship so I would strongly suggest next year's people come out and visit it's well worth it Well, we appreciate
1: your guys' time. Thank you for coming out. Hope you're having hey, a good time. I oh, here's. Th- yeah, I, hey, I want to hear
0: more about their Jeep here. I, I'm looking at it. It looks like it's a. So, CJ is that a glass uh, a tub Glass,
2: glass tub? tub. It's got uh, lockers, front and rear lockers.
0: Front and rear lockers. That way on 35s or 33s. 33s. Yeah. Okay. You got the yeah.
2: Dana 44s in it.
0: You said you wheel around grailing. So you, have you done the the big hill climb they have up there
2: by the tank trails and everything? Oh yeah. They, they closed a lot of that up up there, but.
0: Oh, did they? But
2: uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna go back up in October again. Check it out. Oh, that sounds like it's gonna
0: be a great time. That uh, I haven't heard of dusty trails. Where are they located out of?
2: Warren.
4: Warren Warren okay
0: mm-hmm. I, maybe I've heard of them but I, I I didn't know where they were located and then Blue Water Jeepers you're through St. Clair County here yes. right,
4: well. mm-hmm. yeah yep
0: okay well we really do appreciate you coming out and supporting the museum with this event and we're hoping over the years it continues to grow uh, John you got anything else? I know you're trying to sign off but I said I had to introduce <laughs> you or I had to interrupt you there you know
1: no I'm good just again we appreciate your time and hope you guys are having a good time
4: absolutely thank you thank you
1: hello again folks this is johnny orange coming to you from wheels in the woods 2019 we're speaking with mr jim and his beautiful willies truck how's it going today jim ah oh, pretty good so why don't you tell us a little bit about this thing this is uh it's a very cool truck i
2: mean it looks clean enough to eat off of mm, well i don't know about that but <laughs> it's a 1953 four-wheel drive willies overlander uh it's a four cylinder F head motor. That's uh, about a uh, six, six volt system. That's about all I could say.
1: So, you did a, a full restoration on this, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, I did. So, how much, uh, how long did that take you to go through and do all that? Uh, I, I worked on a study for a year and a half. A little bit quicker than my projects have taken me. Uh, but I. D-
4: Retire, so I go out every day and work on it for a year and a half.
1: Gotcha. So how, how difficult was it? I mean, how bad a shape was it in when you first got it? I mean, compared to now, it, it looks absolutely beautiful.
2: It was rough. <laughs> it uh, had some rust and, uh, you know, typical cancer and stuff. But well. but it, it's all repairable.
1: Well, we definitely appreciate you bringing it out today. So what did you think of the event as a whole? I know you were here last year, and you won uh, Best of Show with us last year, correct?
2: Yes, I did. Uh, I thought it was great. I think it's great this year. Just hope it gets bigger next year. The weather was a, 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 a...
1: bit of
2: a bummer right <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah
2: that, that's our hope as well
1: of course that it gets bigger and uh, we'll see how it goes next year weather definitely put a little bit of a damper on it but we do appreciate you coming out and talking about it and uh we'll, we'll see you around town and we'll hope to see you next year okay thank you hi
0: i'm keith Thin of Line off-road we're out here at wheels in the woods uh the fundraiser show for the museum of off-road adventure and i'm with johnny orange and some other folks here
1: How's it going today, guys? Uh, so we were speaking with two people. You guys came over from Canada, I believe it
2: was? Yeah, Wallaceburg, Canada, about 20 minutes from the border.
1: Sounds good. And what brought you guys out here today? Uh, we found out about it at uh, Firefox Restaurant. We go there a lot. Cool. The, the Foxfire Fixins? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're one of our sponsors. Very cool. So what do you guys think of the event here? We think it's really good. Cool, cool. Liking all the, the stuff that's going on. Anything uh, in particular liking about it? Not liking about it? Uh,
2: it's a pretty cool event. We're going to definitely bring some rigs next year. There's a little bit of everything here too. Not just mud trucks or sand rail. It's, it's a good time. Cool.
1: Now, uh, Keith, did you have any questions for these folks? Well, earlier we were speaking
0: and uh, you said you've got a uh, Chevy truck that you did a bunch of modifications to. Uh, It's got a a whole
4: twenty five hundred suspension underneath it.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Very cool. You going to bring that out next
2: year? For sure. Yeah. All right. We'll probably bring three trucks next year.
0: What
4: else do you have?
2: I got a square body short box step side and he's got a Colorado
4: 2005 Colorado
2: four wheel drive got a bunch of lights and stuff on it so
4: well, I'm looking
1: forward to seeing them all cool well thanks for your guys time appreciate it hope you're having a good time and we hope to see you out here next year thanks again yeah we'll see you next year for sure thanks see you next year
0: for sure. thank you We're out here at wheels in the woods 2019 And uh, we're here with uh, Michael. Uh, He has brought out for the second year in a row his famous Grumbly Power
4: Wagon truck, which I love. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Grumbly. Well, I, I picked Grumbly up about three years ago off of eBay. Um, I saved him from uh, Legacy Trucks, who make the uh, the six-figure four-door diesel Hemi whatever uh, conversions with the uh, Napa leather and ones you don't take off-road. And I think they they bought it as a truck they were going to you know rebuild, but uh, thankfully they thought better of it. And I picked it up and brought it out here. And since then, I've replaced the engine, rewired it from scratch, uh, you know, built a tailgate, did the interior, uh, custom radiator, disc brakes, hydro boost, power steering, uh, just a bunch of work to make, it, to make it mine. So very, very happy to drive it and bring it out here to see with you guys today. Um, I've also got another one that's in, in your museum. Uh, looking forward to getting that back on my own home tour for at some point here so we can get that thing running and driving. And then No, no, you can't have it back. No, <laughs> it lives at the museum now. Um, well, if, if you guys want to work on it while it's there, I'm all about it. I will drop off the parts. Yeah. You, you, if you get bored, have at it.
0: <laughs> uh, he, he has loaned us very generously number 12 power wagon, um, the earliest one known to exist. Uh, it is very, very cool, beautiful truck. Uh, we've actually done some speaking about it on the podcast and we've had of course on the social medias pictures of it things like that but uh john you sound look like you have something you gotta say
1: so if i'm not mistaken i believe we had been uh, discussing with you before about actually coming on to the podcast and we're going to do an episode with you i assume about the power wagon
4: I think that was the plan last year that's the plan this year we'll see if it's still the plan this time next year
1: well last
0: year the podcast
4: didn't exist so
0: that's a new thing this year
4: it was very much in your head i think at that point
1: okay, yes yes well how about this we won't have it this time again
4: next year we'll have already done it all right i think that's a decent plan it's a deal it's a deal sounds good so overall how you enjoying the show today uh very very nice show today as usual i love the venue really nice to have the show just out here in the in the field in the middle of the woods uh it's something a lot more unique and a lot uh a lot more enjoyable than sitting in a a, a parking lot beside the home depot like a lot of the car shows that you go to so definitely enjoy coming out here um unfortunately like last year a little bit of a slow turnout but you know today blame the weather I I run car races in my off time, too, and when the weather comes, the attendance just drops like a rock. So, uh, I think you did just about everything you could possibly do to (laughs) to get people out here. So it wasn't you, it's the weather, for sure.
0: Yeah, there's a uh, show that um, is a little bit north of here that a friend of ours runs, and he has told me before that they have fluctuated, and the show's been uh, 15 years now, they've fluctuated as little as 18 vehicles and as many as 1,500, all because of weather.
4: Uh, what can you say to that? But <laughs> <laughs> good grief, that's <laughs> all right. It's hard to know how many porta potties to order when you got that, <laughs> that it amount it of is. variation.
1: John, you got anything else? I think that's about all. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming out. And uh, we'll hope to see you again next year for sure. And we'll definitely be in contact with you, to set up that interview. All right. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to the studio with us today, where we're kind of going over and reviewing how Wheels in the Woods went for 2019. We've been uh, hearing some interviews from people we talked to at the show, and we've got Mr. Ed Henry in the studio with us today.
0: Yeah. um, Ed, we really appreciate you coming out and supporting everything and and everything you've done. Uh, You were really one of the biggest raffle winners that we had. We did a a raffle this year. We had nine items. Yeah, nine items. Yeah, along
1: with a 50-50.
0: Along with a 50-50, and uh, the... You know, we had over a thousand dollars worth of items in that raffle., uh, we had some yeti products, we had some calendars, we had some hoodies. we had some tickets to some events and then, Ed, what
2: is it that you won? Well, I feel this is just my opinion. I <laughs> won the best thing of all times because it's gonna cost me a small fortune because now I gotta build and do a build for this quick draw two point r Cummins adapter, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you get you got you won the um the quick draw brand uh Cummins two point eight to AX fifteen adapter, which um would be like the hot ticket for doing a diesel Wrangler or a um diesel Dakota or really even you could use an AX fifteen in like a small
1: Bronco or something like that, you know, but yeah Or, or we could do one in the sandrail. I mean when you blow that engine up, we we could diesel swap it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So next have year, swap too. we'll yeah. have to do an engine swap. No, end of the month. You're going up Silver Lake
1: next month. Remember, it's it's only <laughs> it, Ed. It's only money. It's only money.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell that to the lizard. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell that to the lizard. <laughs> I don't understand that reference.
0: We'll, we'll explain later. <laughs> okay. It's nothing
1: bad. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Um. Well, I tell you what, that was. I think you did actually explain that to me a while I, ago. Yeah. I get it now. All right. Um, so yeah, you you won the bell housing, which was a five hundred and forty five dollar value um, I, for the. I don't know how many raffle tickets you bought, but probably a pretty good return on
2: your investment. Um, it was a very nice return on my investment, um, but it was a very awesome thing for Chad at Quick Draw to donate for a raffle. I really appreciate it and i'll definitely be putting it to good use here in the next few months i'll be looking into a couple of different builds and see what we can use that for um
1: we'll, we'll plan it out we can discuss some options on the show if you want see what uh, some of our listeners yeah. think about it yeah absolutely um, I, I like that we do another wheel and build <laughs> yeah
0: well yeah there you go another hashtag something you know yeah. throw it in there um we also did, like I said, we did a fifty-fifty. Uh, we didn't have a lot of people that bought tickets on that. Um, my fiance actually won on that, which was kind of cool. So yeah,
1: absolutely. So dinner's um, on her tonight,
0: right? Dinner yeah, I think it was like thirty-six bucks or something that she so won. So beers on her tonight. Oh, beers <laughs> on her, yeah. We need to send her to the store, and that's what you should do. Um, we also did, uh, or what else did we do? I know we did, we just talked about the oh the trivia,
1: the trivia. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. So I. I I went up to see how good I could do but I kind of had to disqualify myself cuz uh we've discussed a lot of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we pulled more than half of our trivia questions um from the Wheel and Show the Past shows. So if somebody has a really good memory, they would have known like half the answers right there. Yeah. And yeah, John John <laughs> ended up doing like 85-90% on every single one of them. Just about <laughs> um I loved the trivia. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it was too. The first round was too long. Yeah, um, we have a
1: few too many questions on that. If we lighten that next time, like we did with round two, I think that went really well.
0: Yeah. It's um, only a few
1: questions shorter, but. I, I think it flowed a lot better.
0: Originally, we did 20 questions. Um, that took a little too long, so we went down to 10, along with three fill in the blank. And then I really enjoyed the Jeopardy style we did at the end. where we That, made,
1: that was cool. Yeah, yeah. We,
0: we had the two guys divided. Our, t- our two round winners were divided. Uh, Ed was not one of
2: them, although he did really good in round two. Oh, yeah. I lost by one point. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> did. One, one point. And the worst part was I was one year off. yeah yeah yeah, i said it was 78 and i think it was 79 they discontinued uh yeah
0: solid axle on the ford bronco yeah Yeah, yeah. that that was that was actually the one that that lost him on that um i put 1980 one of the uh (laughs) the 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 questions was what was the last year for the solid axle on the ford bronco which was not a wheeling question that that we haven't talked about that but 79 was the answer and i had put 78 so Ah. which was actually closer than everybody else
2: (laughs) Nice.
0: <laughs> um, but you know, I it is what it is. And then we, we divided the two winners. We had the or the two round winners, and then we told them first to five correct
1: answers one. So and some of those those were some pretty tough questions. I mean it, it took us about 15 questions yeah thereabouts but it, it went really well everybody had a good time with it i think
0: what i was amused oh. by is some of the stuff where they had to guess a year <laughs> yeah.
1: and it was yeah. like they were 1964 2006 and it was the ans- in answer was always in the middle of what the two <laughs> yeah. guys answered 93 i think that question was yeah, yeah 91 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah um oh yeah there was a 93 and a 91 and um But you know, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'd like to continue with the trivia stuff. That was a ton of fun. Uh
1: we had uh, an ultimate trivia plaque. Uh you know. I'll have uh, so one other one other well, two others we should add. Uh you, you did mention we had some quads and uh little motorbikes out there. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But we So I guess you could call this a little bit of more news. We have a new display vehicle.
0: Oh yeah, okay. So um one of the people that came, uh, and it was the gentleman who donated the calendars, and he does awesome calendars. Um, oh,
1: absolutely beautiful calendars. They're
0: Jeep calendars, vintage Jeep calendars, and we are going to be offering them pretty soon for sale as a fundraiser to the tomorrow. But he had a 47CJ2A that has some very rare mint. factory options, absolutely such as the mint.
1: rear PTO with the air compressor, capstan winch. Some i've never seen that before that was absolutely fascinating both of them but i think the
2: capstan winch that was cool yeah that was very cool what did you think of that little jeep uh i liked the air compressor on the back that's pretty cool wasn't it i mean as far as having something that is going to be extremely useful like that that's hooked up to like a pto that was awesome oh yes yeah made me a happy person when I seen that at first (laughs) I was trying to figure out what it was I was like oh it's everyone was doing that everyone's standing around like what is it looking at it all
1: funny in different
2: angles (laughs) and then I seen the air hose on it like 10 minutes later and I was like you dummy yeah (laughs) kind of Send me for a small little loop there for a few minutes
1: and then don't feel too bad. it is an extremely rare item he was saying. I think he said
0: something like one of I mean we'll
1: hear it in the interview. Oh yeah well, I yeah think we, we had a nice little extended interview with him about the vehicle the, its history, its origins you know how it came to him mm-hmm. a little bit of the family involvement with that and you know what brought it to the museum.
0: Yeah, um, I, that's he's loaning it to the museum for a few
1: months now.
0: Um, it'll be there through the Christmas Walk in December, which is our busy season because we share the building with the staging area for the Christmas Walk event. So we're pretty much expecting through December we'll have about 3,000 people go oh, through yeah. the museum. So I'm glad it's going to be there um, for people to see that history. Which, you know, what's kind of interesting is we now have two vehicles in the museum with a rear-mounted PTO accessory mm-hmm. uh, that are both extremely rare. we got the number 12 power wagon with the belt. Yep. Drive on the back and now we have the jeep with the belt drive that goes to the air compressor which i think he said was like one of two in north america or something like that oh i believe it i believe
1: it i've I've never even known that i've never seen it (laughs) i've heard
0: of it i've never seen a picture of that i've seen other rear-mounted pto setups
1: say while we're talking about them how about we take a moment We'll, we'll listen to that interview and come back and see where we're sitting sure sounds good john so this is Johnny Orange coming to you actually from the Mora now, we've changed locations for today, following Wheels in the Woods, and uh, we've got Mr. Keith and Mr. Bill here. So Keith, I know you had a few questions for him here.
0: Yeah, uh, we have Bill Norris here, and he is bringing his uh, Jeep 1947 CJ2A It's uh, loan to the museum for a while. Beautiful, beautiful Jeep, Bill. Um, that has some options on it that I have only heard about, but I've never seen. You've got that rope-mounted winch on the front, and then that air. Air compressor on the back. Tell us a little bit more about this Jeep.
3: Uh, well, like you said, it's a 1947. The winch on the front's a capstan winch. It's actually driven off the crankshaft in the front. Very, very rare option. On the back is a Westinghouse T1 compressor, air compressor. Uh, another very, very rare option. The fact that it's mounted on the pulley drive makes it even more rare. There's only one other one I know of in the U.S. <clears throat> it's uh, good for 70 psi. It's used for airing down tires. You air them back up when you need to. Um, It also has Everything is an option on these old Jeeps. So the passenger seat's an option. The back seat's an option. Yeah, fuel filter is an option. Um, has a Novi engine governor on it to help run the pulley drive off the back. Uh, it has a reproduction nine-piece canvas top, just like the original. Um, like I said, it's nine pieces. You can have full cab or a half cab. Doors come off. The sides come off. The back flap comes off. It's very versatile. Um, it's got fall- optional fog lamps on it with a little Willys crest on the top. If you notice. Um,
0: That's awesome, awesome Jeep. We really appreciate you bringing her down here. And that, yeah, that
3: top, that's pretty unique. You said that takes like a half an hour or something to put up and down? It does, you need a seven sixteenths inch wrench and a half inch wrench in a lot of time. So, you know, if somebody got caught in a wet in that thing, it would be, you know, by the time you get the thing up, it's too late. Uh, The interesting (laughs) thing about it is this is the only model where you take the top off and the top center bows mount to the windshield as does the reinforcing bracket or bar, and then on the sides there's brackets for the curved top bows on the driver's side of the body. That's the only model that had that. And on top of the rear fender wells are footman loops with canvas straps, so you'd fold up the, the top and then you'd mount them on the, the fender and strap them in.
0: Very interesting. Um what's the story of this Jeep? How did it become in your possession? Did
3: you restore it? Was it like this when you got it? What what's the story there? So when I was about 14, my dad said, uh, you know, what you want to you're gonna drive soon. What kind of car do you want? Well, I always wanted Jeep since I was like five. So we went and looked at new Jeeps, and then he said, Well, you know what? I always wanted a flat fender when I was about your age. Let's go look at some of those. So we did that and I started looking these things up and realized how much they could do, and that was it. I had to have a flat fender. The new ones are cool, but but these are just to me really really cool uh, so we got this one in 84 um, my dad went through a lot of health issues and we didn't start really restoring it till oh probably 1994 or something 1990 um, <clears throat> So we took it in to have the body uh, bead blasted. Walked out with a cowl forward, the rest of it was a pile of dust on the floor. <laughs> so this is kind of before these things were got popular to restore. So there's no patch panels. There's there's a few. Um, so we bought various patch panels. They weren't right. We had to send them back. And then I I was at my local Napa store trying to get parts for it. And the kid that was working the counter asked what I was going to do with it. I said I'm trying to restore it. Well, he and his I didn't know it, but he and his dad did their own body work so i took the fender and the windshield and all that put it in the back of a short bed f-150 the whole thing fit in there mm-hmm. drove it up to his place and ordered the panels that he as he needed that we could find and he started welding it all back together so the good part about that is it has all the bat the body number stamps still in it the reproduction stuff nowadays doesn't have that so all the 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 uh necessary numbers for it to be original are still there um the interesting thing is he couldn't find the transmission tunnel so he actually made that out of a Dodge Caravan roof the guy was just amazing what he could do and then he painted it for me but my dad and I rebuilt everything mechanically from everything from the engines to the axle everything got went through
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, and it's
1: beautiful. I, I love seeing it. You got a question, John? Uh, I do. You had mentioned earlier when you and I were speaking
3: about it, about the color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to mention about that. So this Jeep was originally Michigan yellow with uh, pasture green wheels. I just couldn't really do that. <laughs> so when my dad was a kid, he had an all-toy toy Jeep that it was this color uh, when, he, when he was a kid, so he wanted to make this one. So it's harvest tan with sunset red wheels
0: very cool that's uh it's a beautiful color combination and you know i think you picked very well thank you so much for bringing it down here bill
1: thank you absolutely and switching back to the wheels in the woods Mm -hmm. uh you you definitely had it out there There was a lot of interest there and a lot of questions a lot of people gawking over the air compressor of course
3: and that capstan winch Mm -hmm. so what did you think of the event oh it was a lot of fun a lot of nice people i haven't met before i don't come up to this area at all so it's kind of nice to meet new people very cool interesting stuff to look at Yep. oh yeah absolutely we we'll, we'll hope to definitely see you out next
1: year yep. for sure plan to be here <laughs> thanks again Bill okay. really appreciate it alright thank you alright so we're back <laughs> what we, we tried to get him to welcome us yeah, back yeah we tried Ed. to
0: get Ed to welcome us back Newbie didn't um, want
1: to welcome us back
0: no I know I'm disappointed in I'm you enjoy, I'm enjoying having Ed on the show though we oh, should absolutely. get him on a few more times here and there oh for sure um yeah so the show i guess we've touched on most everything about it um you know kind of the what we really liked about it my favorite was one of the power wheels then of course the new vehicles um there was also those awesome decals yeah and they had the wheels in the woods ones and then the participant decals that are like tiny that big. reminds me
1: i gotta get one of those bags still i didn't get a sticker <laughs> i guess you
0: get one i mean you did win when best diesel
1: Wow, well, i was the only one I'm not complaining. I appreciate. Ed it. had a diesel there. He just didn't enter it. Yeah,
2: I told him to. <laughs> I could barely enter the sand rail. The, the diesel was actually to hold the RC cars on the tailgate of the truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, service makes, truck. Yeah, the service truck <laughs> was the diesel. That makes sense. That,
1: I, I will add that was a very cool thing. I think is, I I got a couple plaques with the uh, Pegasus. I was not expecting, and the, the whole judging by the public thing is a very cool feature. I, I like. I enjoyed that
2: yeah so. but I do got a question. Where do I get one of those big decals, like on the size of oh the window decals, your excursion, the wheeling ones? oh, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: we got a guy down here we're gonna have to talk to,
2: okay, yeah. I think it would look uh, real good on the back of the truck window there, <laughs> sure, sure, a nice yeah. big old one right there. We can talk. we can talk
0: yeah i, I that we like all the advertising we can get absolutely and, um, yeah, the next show, we need to do some name shout outs because and things like that because we have had quite a bit of social media traffic mm. in the last week or so not just because of wheels in the woods but other things so um you know folks if you were listening to this episode and you were wondering where did um my normal 4x4 news go where did uh you know all Project the shout-outs, updates. Yeah, all those things we're going to do in the next episode yeah. this was this was all about just a recap the woods.
1: for wheels in the woods 2019
0: but we, you know we are going to do a wheels in the woods 2020 uh, we're gonna pick a date very soon for that. We'll announce that um, on Four by Four Talk. We'll put that on Wheelin. Uh, we will put that on you know just all the different pages. Oh yeah, and we'll let you know what that's going to be. And we're going to try to plan an entire year in advance this time because this year, I think more than last year, was learning experience for us of what works and what doesn't work and what we yeah. can tweak. Like power
1: wheels, we definitely got to make a couple of those turns a little wider. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so there
0: you go. That's one of the things. Yeah. I didn't expect the – I didn't know those side – that those, yeah. they made side-by-side ones. That, I knew they always had like the two seats, but it was really big enough for one kid. Oh, yeah. These, I, no I remember
1: one, like a little four-wheeler when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, these things the are, are huge. These things are huge, <laughs> so the track needs to be a little bigger, a little you know. but live and learn. I do want to challenge Keith, you know, for him to have a power wheel off with me who can uh, drive around the track the fastest. Do we need between- to do an adult power wheels race? Oh, yeah, between I me and you. this decision. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to get one and... Uh, Mean you're gonna have to race who can do the best time travel around the track in it.
0: I'm down. I'm down. I think we Could need I to just do... do
2: one of those
1: burlap sack races too.
0: Burla- oh, where you just like run, but right.
1: around the track,
0: dude. Did you see how many stakes were there? <laughs> yeah, good point. Some I'm gonna end up with one those those. of those in or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. it'd be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, well, speaking of the track, so the track had um, the way we laid it out. We had the rock crawling thing, like we said. We had some tight turns. We had like two stumps that they had to kind of get over. They were just low-cut stumps, but it was enough that they could give what, them a challenge. What
1: impressed me? Some of these things had, like, like four high and two low.
0: And the one had a selectable locker in the rear. Yeah,
1: that's that's what I mean. I'm like, dude, this is more than a Power Wheels.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that thing was cool. And then they had the tunnel that they had to go yep. through, and uh the, live the le-
1: teeter-totter thing we, we got to adjust that too. the teeter-totter was
0: <laughs> we had a teeter-totter for them to drive up that would go down and that was cool but it was too short the wheelbase <laughs> of some of those rigs were too long so
1: yeah it got jammed. front wheels get over pivots and then they just dead stop yeah they stop.
2: <laughs> one of the things we can do for like the rc cars is like to do a jump into sand so we can see how far we can launch Ooh. an rc car Maybe next year. Hmm. What you don't know,
0: Ed, is that whole area behind where you are is all concrete like that. There are hills, there are sand, there's all sorts of stuff, but it was overgrown. So this next year I was talking to the property owner and they're gonna try to get some weed killer in there and a brush hog where they can and we might be able to turn that R C area into a heck of a lot bigger of an area. I like it.
2: I wanna make some jumps. Yeah. Well, I will get you jump. out there, give us a hand. I can definitely <laughs> do that next year. Um I'm wanting to uh, really help out the community more and uh you know that's one thing i did want to say thank you is to keith and johnny orange here for helping us out and you know doing this for the community and i know they put a lot of time and effort into this of their own time and that means a lot to well, th- the people that showed up there thank you Ed. Yeah, it's thank not you. just
0: us it's the entire museum staff um and you know, even people that are you know involved with the museum, but they're not. Uh, and I'll, on the board I'll give or a
1: personal. I'm sure everybody will agree with me. A big shout out to everybody who was involved, taking time, you know, their own personal time from everything to help out with. Yeah, it. yeah, so absolutely. Thanks to all of you. I, I tell you, I think that was
0: a, a great time, and um, I think this is a, a good time to you know, wrap this one and let's do our after show. If you're interested in our after show, you got to go to patreon.com wheeling for as little as two bucks a month. You can listen to our after shows. Where we are have a little more fun. And I think we need to keep Ed around for the after show this
1: time. I'm for it. I think this is going to be a good one. All right. Let's I got do some it. stuff in mind. Let's do it. All Thanks right. Thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody. Bye guys. <laughs>